My situation this morning actually does tie into some of these topics, dating with kids. Oh, so it's not dating with kids. It's like relationships with kids, like, like having a relationship of any kind, right? Yeah. Yeah. But not just like boyfriend, girlfriend or girlfriend, girlfriend, Mm -hmm. boyfriend, boyfriend, but like, like having relationship with friends, family, like anybody with, when you have kids. People. Well, okay. I've never experienced this with you because you have a child. So, you know, it's ghetto. Mm Mm-hmm. You under wait, what's ghetto? A kid is ghetto, like ghetto. It gets it's hard. So what I'm saying is people without kids literally treat like treat you like you're a leper for having a child. As if they are not in behaviors and actions that result result in children. You're just, just because you've, you've been lucky or not lucky, you, you haven't had a child. Um, I don't even know what my point is. It's just where nobody is exempt and it can, it can, children are human beings and we've all been children so i feel like why do parents get casted out especially young parents specifically young parents is what i'm saying because i still feel like a young parent especially since i'm dealing with a lot of people surrounding me that don't have children anyway that was my rant I would say that we're young parents. I mean, we had our kids pretty young. Your son is 10 and you're going to be 34. So I feel like that's pretty young. It is. I don't know. I feel like last year, all of the parents were like 50 and I was like the lone 32 year old. And my, in my school, Aaron's school, um, everybody is at minimum 10 years older than me. At least. Same. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Your burrito looks good. It's going to destroy <laughs> me later, but it's all right. It's, I have to- <laughs> what? Why? Why is it going to destroy you? You have cheese in it? The cheese, the egg, and the salsa. You, you get sick with egg? Eggs give me headaches. Mmm. That doesn't happen to me. I never heard that. You have an egg sensitivity. It's not. Why do you keep eating them? It's not eggs. <laughs> not if it gives you a headache. Same reason you keep eating ice cream. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't. You stopped finally? I, I don't eat. I eat ice cream like Haagen-Dazs. I can eat Haagen-Dazs because it has skim milk and it doesn't make me sick. But like, I can't go out to an ice cream shop and have ice mm. cream. I will, I will keel over in pain like i can't i can't have ice cream there was a time that we went out to um this like theme park in connecticut it's called lake quasi and so they have like this um like rides and stuff on this lake and they also have concession stands and like places that you can buy food or whatever and athena wanted dipping dots and so i bought her dipping dots and i was like i want some dipping dots too girl we had to leave 
And the entire drive home, I was wailing in pain. I, my stomach felt like somebody was stabbing me over and over and over again on each side. And then when we, first of all, it felt like an eternity. It felt like we couldn't get home slow enough. It felt like just, we were. I bet you were driving. I was, (laughs) was driving. I don't know how we got home. Like, I don't know how we made a home alive. I was driving. And when we finally got home, I thought it was over. No, because the bathroom situation, I was praying to God to eject the demons out of me and to please save me from this hell. Like I was, it, I was sweating and cold all at the same time. I know the feeling. It was bad. Ice cream is, I, I can't, I can't have ice cream. That was, this was also like 2019. So I I can't have ice cream, not regular ice cream anyway. I can have ice cream with skim milk. I can have um, Froyo, like small amounts of Froyo. Like if I go to Pinkberry, I can get like a small or an extra small. Um, but I can't have ice it cream. It was crazy no. that the day, remember when I made that latte when you were here? That was, and it was really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, mm-hmm. I had accidentally bought lactose-free milk and it just worked out. Yeah, because otherwise I would have not been mm-hmm. well. I'm really pissed. I I said something to Aaron that I might that maybe should not have. What did you say? I said. He said he asked me. Oh no no no! I said in the car. I said, "Has your dad hit you up?" He said, "Yeah, he keeps asking me when the next game is." And then and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Why?" I was like, "It's on Tuesday." Is he is it, I said, it's on Tuesday. Aaron asked, is it home or away? I said, it's away. And and then I said, is your dad going? He said, he will. He said he will if it's not too far. That pissed. Girl, I felt like. You know when the when a tea kettle boils and it's like. Dee-dee! That's how I felt. I felt like it's boiling over. It just it feels frustrating because you and Aaron don't have the option of whether or not it's too far. Like Aaron has to be there for the game and you're his mom. So you take him, you have him most of the time. So I I don't know. I do feel like that's frustrating. If he wants to be involved, he can't be involved part time. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't know that. I guess I agree fully, but I'm trying still to decipher what what pissed me off. like. It pissed me off that you're telling a little kid if it's not too inconvenient, I'll make it. That's how I'm taking it. Like, like what you have going on. If what you have going on is not too far for me, then I'll make it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it's not just telling a little kid if it's too far. It's telling your son. Yeah. If it's too, if it's not too far. One day, Jay, well, first of all, Jay has been to multiple of his games. And not only does he go to the games, but then after the games, before the games, he gives him like pointers, like coaches him. And then after the game, mm-hmm. he like talks to him and like, he's like, oh, you see, you did this over here. You should do this. Like, <laughs> like coach, coach, like concerns just showing interest and 
he drove he had driven like over an hour to go to meet me at this game sorry i don't i'm gonna cry sorry okay. i just don't Aaron has normalized this. So, like, he very matter-of-factly said, oh, if he can make it, then he'll make it. Like, that's normal for a parent to be telling a child. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. You're not, like, it's it's essentially saying, well, if it's worth my while, then I'll do it. If it's worth the effort. Like, if it's worth it to me. To, you know what I'm saying? That's That's just the vibe that I'm getting, and I don't like it. Don't fucking come. That's how I feel. Don't come. Don't come at all. Don't wait. Don't wait to find out more details. Then decide whether or not you can make it. It doesn't matter the details. You can tell me the game is in freaking Zimbabwe and I would have to make it to Zimbabwe because that's where the game is. I have the option of not out sorry <clears throat> what are you apologizing for for going off but i mean i feel i don't know i get i guess i get really frustrated with your ex-husband situation because oh, can i show you show me what Snowing! Damn. Congratulations on your first snow of the season! Damn near March. This hat smells like like butt cheeks. I don't know. It smells like you know what it smells like? Oh, you know what it is? It when it, I wore it last it was raining and I didn't wash it and now it smells like wet dog. So I'm gonna take it off and wash it today. I'm gonna hand wash it though. I can't put a beanie on my head like that. Why? Oh, because you have a lot of hair. It it would it would look <laughs> it could look deformed if you did. Okay. Look, look. Look yes. what it would look like. You would look like a cone head. <laughs> I would look absolutely bananas. Like it would just not it's just not working. It would not work out. Can you believe that when I was younger, people used to tell me that I don't have naturally curly hair? I can believe that. I was there. I don't understand the gatekeeping of curly, curly hair. hair. Like, my hair. Yes. Yes. I don't know. When I was um, younger, so a few years ago, like, I'm going to say, like, nine years ago, I was at work. And at the time I used to work where I was helping customers, right? I was in a customer facing job and this girl came in and her hair was basically out like this. It was a little shorter, a little rounder, and it had like blonde highlights in it. And she was a vision. Like she's just, she walked in and just absolutely stunning. She had the most gorgeous caramel skin. Her hair was beautiful. She had gorgeous eyes. She was like tall and her body shape was really beautiful. And so the person who was helping her, they needed a, a manager, which I was at the time. And I went over to help them and I complimented her. And I was like, 
you are a vision, like you're stunning and I love your hair. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. Found out that she is an actual signed model, which good for her. Um, and I had made a comment because at the time, I guess I didn't, I did not guess. I know for a fact that I just didn't really know how to do my hair. I used to straighten it a lot. It was damaged. I didn't know how to cut it to get a rounder shape. Like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And so I made a comment to her like, man, I if have. You don't know how to cut. If you don't know how to cut your her- curly hair, you end up with this triangle effect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you remember as told by Ginger, yes. that show? Yes. so something like that but so I was telling her like I have really similar hair I'd love to know what your process is because I really want my I really want to go natural but I just don't know what I'm doing like every time I try I look crazy and so I end up straightening it again and her entire demeanor changed she looked at me like you do not have curly hair my hair was in a Mm -hmm. bun and she looked at me like, you do not have curly hair. And I was like, oh, no, I do. I have very similar hair texture to yours. I just don't know how to do it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's it. From there on out, she was super rude and super mean to me. She's like, everybody wants to have this kind of hair. People just don't have it. And they're always asking me how I get it. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not asking I didn't you wanna... how you make your hair curly. I know it grows out of your head curly. I'm just asking you what, how to style it because I have some... Why would I lie? I'm not trying to get your hair. I already have it. Yes. People used to ask me when I was a kid, how do you make your hair like that? And I'm like, it just grows out of my head. And they're like, no, but how do you get it so curly? I'm like, I wash it. Your hair head curly. It grows out of my head like this. I'm happy to say that in my 30s, I finally like my hair and love my hair. It took me a really long time. I was told as a kid that it was kinky and ugly and... So many terrible things about my hair. And now I finally like it. And I finally know how to do it. And look, it is it is this curly. Like, I do nothing to it. I, I wouldn't even, honestly, Rosa, I wouldn't even know how someone would artificially get hair this texture. Mm. Like, I actually don't. Is there even a process there, to get there, hair there like is, this texture? There is texture? a perming process. But I don't know why anybody would do that. Not because it's bad. But it wouldn't be the same not, texture. Not, no, not because it's bad. I'm just saying it's a damaging procedure. It is. Isn't it like the most damaging procedure you can not. do to I your hair? To burn your hair. Just Man, the self-hatred is real. Anyway, you were saying you were going to talk shit about my baby daddy, and I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say at this point. But no, I just feel I feel like... I feel like if you're together as a family unit or not together as a family unit and you're being, um, you're choosing to co-parent, you've got to do what's right for the child, period, regardless of how you feel about the other unit. Well, and also it goes back into the commentary of Johan about Jay, about wanting to know it it just ties into it, right? Because it's so funny that you're telling this little boy that if it's not too far, then you'll go. And but then you're and then 
week you're grilling me about not wanting Aaron around a person who you you don't know um, anything about. But also, this person happens to have gone very much out of his way to attend several games without or you know what i'm saying saying nah if if it's if it's too far then you know what i'm saying i'm not going to go if it's too far yeah but i feel like when we were talking about this earlier and even you were saying that you've spoken to your therapist about this and she said the same thing it's about control it has nothing to do with me no, not let me. No, it has everything no, to do with you. It has nothing to do with Aaron. Aaron's safety, Aaron's mental health, Aaron's best interest. That's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, because the conversation wasn't, oh, I really want my son to see what healthy relationships look and like, I and I don't know if. I don't feel safe, is, was one of the lines. Well, no, one of the lines that got me is he said, I don't want you, like, how could you show another man so much respect in front of my son, but you don't show me respect? That has nothing to do with Aaron. That is insecurity in himself. He's like, hold on. No, if I don't get it, nobody's going to get it. Also, Crystal, I don't, I don't respect nor disrespect him. I have, I literally want nothing to do with him. I want Aaron to time with him i want to coordinate pickups and drop-offs that's all i want i don't need to show respect like i i don't understand that we don't interact we don't interact we don't he and i don't have a relationship i want aaron to have the best life possible that's it i don't i don't i actually don't respect you i don't i don't respect you as a person so well, I feel like he did a lot of things to you? squander any respect he had. Girl, so. he disrespected the shit out of me. Yeah. And terrorized me. Traumatized me. Mm-hmm. To ruin my life aggressively and violently in multiple violent ways. Verbally, physically, just aggressively made it his life purpose to, purpose to destroy me. And now you're playing victim to a situation that you created? How dare I leave a toxic piece of shit and move on with my life? Do you know that he tried to shame me for having what I have? Having my apartment? Like your home? He said, why couldn't you, why couldn't you make that happen when we were together? That's what he said. Well, because he thinks he's entitled to it. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> so the only reason why she lives in this gorgeous apartment with her son in a beautiful neighborhood is because she got away from you. You guys lived in an equally beautiful neighborhood somewhere else. And now she decided she wanted to keep her son close and in good schools. And it had nothing to do with I you lived, and everything to do with I her. I lived in a beautiful town. Right. I did live in a beautiful neighborhood. I did not live in a beautiful home. I lived in a moldy, illegal apartment, basement apartment. That was one large room 
there were the only set room that was separate was the bathroom with a stand-up shower not even a tub i used to give aaron a bath in a utility sink when he was a baby the the we always had we were always congested like the similar to the same situation with your family right now your dad your grandma living in this just unhealthy situation we were always 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 congested i we always sounded nasally we're on our noses we're always always running always coughing in the summertime we had to put out on multiple fans because it was so hot and humid in that basement if i wanted to mop the floor in the summertime i had to put out a fan because if i didn't have a fan um to the floor would never dry that's how just wet it was down there the walls would sweat well i think the thing that's really telling for me is that he feels that he is owed what you've done for yourself but he won't do it for himself he won't per- make so he still lives there he won't take yeah, he won't take steps to progress his own life. He has to find intrinsic value as opposed to external value. You know, thinking to himself like, oh, when we were together, she could have gotten this and we could have had this together. And then what? You'd be stuck with him. He's a leech. He would be blood sucking. That's what he wants. You're not going to live off of me. You're not immediately no i good for you for standing up for yourself i now that i'm like so like i've had a rough week mentally mental healthily mental health wise and actually talking about this this way is helpful for me because you actually made a comment this week that you said you've done so much for yourself to like have everything that i have says a lot about me as a person even while someone was actively trying to destroy me I took that and turned it around and used it to my advantage and asked for help and him acting a fool only proved my case to everybody who has helped me yeah one of the things I think you were struggling with this week is feeling like um you were like everything was just not enough or that you were you had used the term that you were miserable Mm -hmm. and I was like miserable Mm -hmm. why you know look in three years look at the progression that you've made look at where you are versus where you were and you were saying how like you can't do certain things but you have a beautiful life I do right you're able to manage your son's activities plus have a life of your own, plus manage a relationship, plus work, plus make sure that your son is doing fantastic in school, plus take him to all of his activities, plus go on vacations, both with and without your son, plus have a cat that you love, plus maintain a home that is gorgeous, if I do say so myself, you have beautiful interior design in your home, you know, plus, 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 plus. And I feel like it's really easy to get stuck at eye level and looking directly in front of you but when you just 
zoom out a little bit and you see all of the things that you made happen for yourself, it's really incredible the things that have been made possible, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's do a story. Yeah. Let's hop into these stories. Yeah. yeah? Welcome to another episode of Flawed Feedback. And today we're going to be talking all about relationships of any kind when you have a child. So whether that be a romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, a relationship with family, friends, whatever. Let's go ahead and get into these stories. Are you ready? Yay! I'm ready. <laughs> I'm super ready. All right, perfect. So the first one is, am I the asshole for loving my dog more than my boyfriend's kid? My boyfriend, 28 male, and I, 26 female, have been together for a little over two years now. He has a kid, 5 male, from a previous relationship. Him and the kid's mom share custody equally, meaning the boy is one week at my boyfriend's and one week at his mom's, and so on. I have a dog that I got before I met my boyfriend. I love my dog very much. She has my heart. My boyfriend and I do not live together. Each of us has our own place. I get along with the kid fine, but I would not say that I love this child. I do not miss him when he is at his mom's, and I stay more at my place when he visits his dad, mainly because I want them to spend time together and also because I do not enjoy the kid stuff that they do very much. This was never a problem until a few months ago. I make good money, but I am not wealthy. I am just living on my own with my dog and no kids, which means I have more money to spend than my boyfriend who has an extra bedroom for his kid and needs to pay, pay half of everything for the kid. Makes sense to me. A few months ago, my dog needed surgery, which I paid for. It cost a few thousand dollars. And since then, I sensed a change in my boyfriend. He was surprised at how easily I was able to afford that surgery and how I did not hesitate to pay this amount of money to save my dog. I was taken aback by that because I love this dog very much. I would pay anything for her and my boyfriend did not accept that. I asked him if he would pay this much money for his son and he said, of course. And I think my dog is as important to me as his son is to him, I said, and she is my family. Since then, he brings up money way more than before. Whenever the kid needs something, my boyfriend will make jokes about me paying for it. Whenever I spend money on my dog, he asks what I got for his kid. He never gets stuff from my dog, by the way. Last night, my boyfriend mentioned he would love to take a vacation after all of this is over. I love that idea, and we kind of started planning a little bit. He then said he wants his son to come with us. Then he explains how we should go somewhere kids love, how we should share the cost of this trip. All of this sounded to me like he wanted a good opportunity and a fun time for his kid and for me to pay for it. I said, I do not want to pay for something that I won't enjoy. I would be happy for him and his son if they did this trip together, just the two of them. And maybe if he has some money left over, the two of us could go on vacation after that. I would pay for myself, of course. But if he has no money, it's fine. He lost it. He asked me if I love my dog more than his son, and I was honest and said, yes, I choose my dog. She is my family. The fight went on the whole night, and he is currently not talking to me. So, am I the asshole for loving the dog I chose to have more than my boyfriend's son? I just don't think they're right for each other. I don't, I think, well, I think he's putting a lot on, he wants to put his kid on her 
he's trying to put his kid on her. And just because she he has he has a kid and they're in a relationship, um, doesn't mean that she shouldn't pay for her dog's needs or that that should be a problem. Um, I don't count. I'm just in, in a, I have a child obviously full time and I'm in a relationship with somebody who doesn't. So it's a soft spot for me. And obviously, you know, you're going to have conflict over these things because it's freaking hard. It's really hard, but I really, really, really try to make it a point to not put my kid on him. Like, as far as, right? So, like, say, for instance, sometimes Aaron does have to have to come with me. Like, New Year's Eve, we spent it together, me, Jay, and Aaron. And do you mind if I use my own personal experience? And Jay didn't seem to mind. Um, we played games together and we did a champagne toast, obviously not Aaron, but at midnight and we hung out and like Jay made that happen for me and my situation. And I think we had a good time. And so, but, but I feel like for me, that's as much as I will put on him, not financials, not vacations, not childcare, none of that because it's not his responsibility. And I'm not gonna tell him, um, actually, maybe I am guilty of trying to tell him that <laughs> like he can't have fun without me, but I have admitted fault in that, in that situation. Um, you can't expect someone who doesn't have a child to stop their life for you because you have a child. You can't. It's not fair. It's not fair. Especially if this person does show interest and does show concern. I feel like he just wants more. Like he wants, give me all your money. Give me all your time. Let's do everything has to be about this kid. Maybe he needs to plan a vac a family vacation with his baby mom and himself and the kid. And if that is going to be a problem for your relationship, then maybe that's not, I don't know. I personally wouldn't go anywhere with my baby daddy because we don't vibe well. But I feel like that I have an experience, like a current situation going on. I think that. Yeah, it's not what you want to fucking hear. You want somebody, you do want somebody to be like, fuck yeah, I'm all in for both of you. This is my son too. So I have a question for you. At what point then do do you or does this girl consider his son part of her family? They've been dating for two years, right? And I'm not saying that she should, I'm not saying she should put her money in a t-shirt gun and like shoot it at this kid and make it rain on him. But what I am asking you is like, at what point then does this become more than just my boyfriend's son? This point right now, I feel as though they need to, 
evaluate that exact question together. Because I didn't, I didn't realize it's been two years, right? However, I will say for me, um, I would, I would want, I think it's been an issue for me too. It's a touchy subject for me personally. I, 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 I've only been dating my person for nine months, so it hasn't even been a year. There are no plans of meshing our lives together. We do do things together. Um, most of the things I do with him are me, him and I, he does come here. Um, he does his best, but I'm just saying like, I think that the point where I would want, where I would require or not require, but where I would need for him to be, to say, call himself a stepdad and call my son, his stepson would be when we're deciding to live together. Because now we're one, we're now we're a household. Now we're two, we're two households, and we choose to spend to come together, right? But he's not responsible for me. He's not responsible for my bills. He's not responsible for anything. Anything we do together, we discuss that thing. But our lives are very much separate. When you are when you begin to discuss moving in together that means exactly what you think it means you are merging your lives and your households so i would say for instance if i were moving in with jay or anybody honestly it would be a blessing to me because i now no longer have to pay this rent by myself um have more room to do other things um but at the same time now you're living with this child and her at her son his son is only five so they have a long like right now and and he's getting more and more independent by the second so for me have a baby i don't have a child i I have a little person that (laughs) he's able to feed himself he's able to fend for himself essentially like athena she's she she's got the machine causing an earthquake but she's doing her laundry like if aaron were younger if aaron were five it would be more problematic to our relationship because i would have less freedom even less freedom I think that am I in like a tailspin right now, just ranting about my own personal (laughs) life? But I can only I can only speak from my my experience. So I will say, let me just backtrack into that this article, this thing that we were talking about. I think they both have a point. I think that when you choose to be in a relationship with a person who has a child. It is important for you to be constantly evaluating what it is that you want. And if what you do not want is a family, then you should not be in a relationship with a person who has a child because they already have created a family. That child is their family. They are a unit. 
right? And I'm not saying she's wrong. And I'm not saying that he's wrong. What I am saying is that she's not the asshole in this situation. I, call her I, an think... asshole. I wouldn't call her an asshole at all. And I wouldn't call him an asshole. Yeah. But also, no, I don't. he's offended that she paid for her dog's surgery. Like, Yeah, so that's, this is what I was going to get into. I was going to say neither one of them are assholes. What I will say is that he's wrong for trying to dictate how she uses her money. She can do whatever oh, yeah. she wants with her money. She's right? not asking him if, for it. So... Right. If she chooses to save her dog's life with her money, that is Man, her choice. Man, if she chose to give her dog one of her own kidneys, it's her choice. Like, it's her choice. Yeah. For that. And if she chooses to go on a solo dolo vacation all by herself just to unwind, that is her choice. If she does not want to pay for a family vacation, that is her choice. I will say, though, I don't think then at that point they should be together. She does not want this family, right? This child to her is not, it's not someone that she is looking at as someone to grow together with. And when you are entering into a family, that is what you have to do. You have to understand that if you're going to be with this man for the rest of your life, then you are going to be with this child for the rest of that child's life. And for all intents and purposes, yes, he has a mom, but you if you marry this man, you would become like a bonus mom. You cannot lay down and say, well, that's not my kid. And for the rest of our lives, it's his mom and his dad. And I'm just over here floating. You have to understand that if you guys create a home together, that is also that child's home, right? Because he has a home at his mom's house. He has a home at his dad's house. That is also his child's home. So you have to keep this kid in mind in every decision that you make if you guys want to be together. These people should not be together because she does not see herself moving forward with a family. Mm -hmm. This is something I feel like I've said so many times to you in private. Mm -hmm. If he, if, if you're per. If you have a child, it's not like, okay, it's not like right off the bat, you know, not even a year in together. I'm like, adopt my kid, you know, <laughs> like put him on yeah. your health insurance now. Like, <laughs> um, it's not that. It's just, you want to feel like, like you, you want to feel like it, that's where it's going. Yeah. You want to feel like, like if you have children together in the future, then there is no difference. There is no favoritism across these kids and your bonus child, the child that you've for, you know, taken in as your own, because that's what essentially you have to do. This kid cannot feel ostracized from this family unit. And she will, mm -hmm. if she continues with the mindset that she has right now, that is how that kid is going to feel. Honestly, just that I understand. That I understand the dad too, because I'm a parent. So nobody wants to feel like their kid is just being tolerated. No, I, I agree with that. I don't, however, think that he should be pushing the financial responsibility oh, of this child okay. on this he woman. He is out of pocket for that. He is dead ass wrong mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's... If you want to have a vacation, including your child, 
number one, expect to take on the financial burden. And it is kind of her if she chooses to chip in and she says, no, let's just go half and half. That is kind of her. That's number one. And number two, the conversation of, um, the conversation of, is this what you want? As opposed to, oh, well, I'm going to assert that this is what we should do. She doesn't want, Julio and I have been on so many vacations and some of them with Nina and some of them not with her. And the ones that are not with her, we very specifically go to adult only hotels, right? We stay in, um, in locations where there's lots of excursions that might be a little bit more dangerous that maybe she wouldn't have been able to do had she come with us because we want to have an experience separate of her. Right. Um, and also if we're on vacation, I get really sad. If I see other children around, I'm like, I miss her very much. And then I start to feel really guilty. So being in a place where it's just adults, it's, you know, we're able to, white water raft or scale the side of a freaking um waterfall or you know we have to take a puddle jumper plane from one side of the country that we're in to another and that's not something that i would love her to be on you know we've done these types of things we we took this like tiny little plane from one side of belize to another side of belize and it was terrifying and i'm like oof thank gosh it's just us and not our little child because I don't think that this is an experience I would have wanted to give it. I would have wanted to give her at such a young age, you know? Um, so maybe she doesn't want to be in a hotel where there's a children's water park and small kids running around and themed, you know, hotel rooms. And that is her right. What I'm saying is one, they they need to have better communication. And two, she needs to really reevaluate whether or not this is the type of, uh, whether this is the relationship for her because he does have a child. The kid's not going anywhere, ever. He's there. You know, sometimes you want a, you, you want a vacation with your man. I want to do adult things very much and yes. not have somebody yelling mommy. Um, and so not the asshole, nobody. Yes. So let's go ahead and read some of these comments. First comment says, not the asshole, but why are you in a relationship with a guy who has a son who is not leaving his life, who you don't care for? Your money is your money, but he has a package family. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. I agree with that totally. Mm. Somebody else said his argument has a ton of facade because he's complaining about you loving his kid more than your dog but beneath the surface it really sounds like he feels inadequate about his finances compared to you he's just chosen the dog and the kid to find a way to let out his frustration sometimes i think people are quick to say op should let that person go but if this is how we treat if this is how he treats you because you are more well off i see a very i see him as very childish this it sucks that he can't save as much or buy cool things, but he is in no way, but he in no way should make you feel bad or guilty for paying for a vacation, for not wanting to pay a vacation for his kid. It just doesn't work that way. Not the asshole. I would consider this his way of showing you his true colors. So I suggest you really evaluate your relationship if it's not right for you in the long run. I think he's wrong AF for trying to tell her what to do with her money and what not to do. And ask her, oh, yeah. what did you get so-and-so, like the baby? So there is an update. Update. 
I don't know if anyone will read this, but I just broke up with him. We really had a long talk on the phone and a lot of issues came up. Basically, he thinks that I'm using my money on irrelevant stuff when I could use it on something important like his kid. At the beginning of our relationship, I made it very clear that I do not want to be responsible for his child. This includes finances, as he reassured me that we were on the same page. Now he tells me things have changed. As a couple, we should decide on spendings together. When I asked if that meant that I have a say on his finances too, he slipped. I have no say on how much he spends on his child, which I never wanted anyway. But he wants to dictate how much money I spend. Either we join our finances, then I have a say if the expensive bike is needed, or we split finances, then I don't care. And I am not willing to be with a man who thinks he can milk me like a cow to pay for his priorities while he wants to dictate how I can and cannot spend my money. He cannot have a cake and eat it too. Thank you to the people who actually understood. I had a good laugh at all the people who blamed me thinking I was the one responsible for the kid's well-being instead of his father. He decided he wanted to be with me when I laid down my terms pretty clear. He had agreed to all of this. I never agreed to being mommy or paying for his child, but somehow people here seem to think it was my responsibility to think of him. Maybe it's because I'm a woman and misogyny is alive and well. I'm happy that they broke up. I don't think that they should have been together. I'm proud of her for setting boundaries. I'm proud of her for sticking to those boundaries. I'm proud of her for knowing that she can walk away. And I'm proud of her for realizing that this just isn't for her. And that's a good thing, right? Because ultimately the only person, the person who's going to get hurt the worst in the situation, if they would have continued on is going to be the child, especially if the dad is like, oh, well, in front of the kid's face, like you don't spend money on him. You don't like him. You don't do this. You don't do that. The kid doesn't need to see or hear that. Right? Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like he's looking for a roommate to split expenses with and not a partner. Yep. I totally agree with that. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one. The next one is titled, am I the asshole for refusing to help my friend take care of her baby after she kicked her boyfriend out? I, 19 female, recently got a call from my friend Jess, 23 female, begging me to run to the shop for some baby formula and other food essentials because she was so tired. I agreed. I got her some stuff and dropped it off and offered to nurse the baby so she could have a shower and cook some pasta. She was super happy and took up my offer. This was at 4.15 and her boyfriend usually gets back from work at 5.30. Jess had her shower and some food, and when it hit five o'clock, I asked if she was gonna go if she was going to be okay for the next half an hour or so until her boyfriend got home. She tells me she kicked him out because he went to see his mother whilst he had the baby and didn't ask her first. I should so, be clear wait, that I did he t- he took the baby with her with him? That's not clear. But she said whilst he had the baby. So I'm guessing yes. I should be clear that I don't have kids and I never intended to. And so I cannot pretend to know what goes through a new parent's head. But I found that the whole thing was ridiculous. I said, that's so stupid of her because he clearly loves her and the baby and didn't do it to be a dick. Just got mad and said, I don't get it. We sat in silence for a few moments before she asked me if I could help her the next day with the baby. I said, no. She got really upset and asked why. I told her she needs to beg her boyfriend to come back since the baby is both of their responsibility. And whilst I'll help out 
every now and then. I am not going to become a substitute parent when the baby clearly has two loving ones. She told me to leave, but then text me a few minutes later asking what days I was free next week so she can get some work done. I told her I love her, but she needs to get her act together and sort it out with her boyfriend. She then went to the group chat and began asking our other friends for help and accidentally mentioned what I had said to her. Everyone thinks I'm being a huge asshole and I can't help but wonder if I am. I want to be clear. Jess's only qualms are that he went to visit his parents when he had the baby and he didn't ask her for permission first because she was dead asleep. She admitted he's a great father who works hard to provide for the family. He's not a disinterested bum. Am I the asshole? Girl, I'd be so happy if I was trying to sleep and my man took that baby out of the house. I'd be like, deuce, goodbye. Like, you don't, it's (laughs) it's not like he's taking the baby to go do a drug deal. He's going to his parents' house. But I don't think this girl's an asshole. No. I don't think no, this girl, asshole. this 19-year-old is absolutely not an asshole. Um, no. I'm interested to know how old the baby is because it sounds like the mom might be experiencing some postpartum depression. She's having, it sounds like there's something going on emotionally for her that she's unable to regulate. Yeah. She needs to speak to somebody. She needs to speak to somebody. Um, and get some help because you know the- it's very yes because you when you well, I get into these I don't know what it's called but especially I remember being depressed after I had a baby and you really do believe you're right <laughs> you really it's do. kind of like a manic episode I think it is a manic episode it's fully mm-hmm. a manic episode you you swear up and down that you are right and everybody is just awful and um this she's asking somebody for a favor and that person has the right to say no i'm interested to know what the boyfriend's point of view is like what where his head at where his head's at because to him it listen if i went to my parents house with my kid while my partner was asleep And I came back home to somebody screaming at me and super upset. I'd be very confused. It's, it's just like you said, it's not like he went out to go see another Mm -hmm. woman or never come back with the kid. He was doing her, honestly, he was trying to be a good dad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say permission. I would have just said, like, I would have just, you know, maybe him shoot me a text for me to see when I wake up. Like, oh, hey, took the baby, went to my parents' house. That's it. Not permission. Like, it doesn't need to be a on you need to submit this for approval like not that serious he went to his family's house and it sounds like they live within proximity like it's not like also it's not like nine hours away just as much the baby is just as much her baby his baby as it is her baby and he's not doing putting the baby in any harm um I, i can understand not maybe not her not being the biggest fan of the they have issues like with the mom his mom that's what Mm -hmm. it maybe could be but i'm not the biggest fan of my ex-mom-in-law and i aaron spends aaron's going away with her for a week like almost a week like five days so trust her enough to keep my son safe yeah i i definitely think that she needs um some help with possible postpartum depression 
One of the comments said, I'm with you here. She's majorly overreacted to something reasonable her boyfriend did and then trying to co-opt her friends into childcare. Absolutely. You should not expect to lean on other people for your childcare, for the safety and well-being of your kid. Another says, not the asshole. OP, she's being ridiculous. Tell everyone in the group chat that you've already been over helping and paid for groceries so they need to stop giving you a hard time then maybe schedule then maybe make a schedule for each day and tell the friends you already took a day so that they can sign up for their days i actually i disagree nobody in this situation owes this woman with nobody. the baby anything it's not a freaking sign up sheet no it, it is out of the kindness of your heart. If you want to help her, if you want to go over and watch the baby for, you know, two hours while she takes a nap or has a break, or if you every now and then, or if you want to show up, you know, to take the baby for a walk around the block, so that way she can have some mental clarity. That is a gift. The only person that owes this child anything other than her is that baby's father. And she is choosing not to have him involved right now because of a silly little spat. It feels like she's using the baby as a weapon against him. Absolutely. I was that's what I was getting at like in my head I was like trying to ruminate the words. Um my espresso just hit me. So <laughs> I think that she's absolutely using this baby as a pawn. Yeah, he can come over and take care of his child, but she's just not using the time that he has available to take care of the baby. She's trying to hurt him. <laughs> yeah. I, she's trying to punishing hit, punish him, but it, she's punishing her damn self. Like, <laughs> Yeah, 100%. You're biting off your nose to spite your face. Yep, 100%. Yeah, so not the asshole on that one, OP. Let's move on to the next one. Am I the asshole for not taking my girlfriend's kid shopping? This happened on Thursday, but my girlfriend still insists I acted like an asshole. So I came here to get some outside perspective. We've been together for just over a year. We moved in together around three months ago, or rather she moved in with me. We were both single parents and I have a 14-year-old daughter and she has a 16-year-old daughter. Our kids never really got along. They're not hostile towards each other, but they have completely different characters and don't really have anything in common. My daughter likes my girlfriend, but my girlfriend's daughter doesn't really like me. So I wasn't working on Thursday and decided to pick up the girls from school because I was bored. They usually get an Uber. After lunch, her daughter went up to her room as always while mine stayed in the living room watching Disney+. Plus. After about an hour or so, she asked me if we can go shopping because she wanted to get some new shoes and other clothes. So I agreed and told her daughter that we were leaving. The shopping took us longer than I expected, and we came back after about four hours. And by the time my girlfriend was already home from work, and when she saw all of the shopping bags, she got mad that I didn't take her daughter shopping too. We argued about this for a while, and I told her that I don't mind spoiling my daughter, but I'm not going to spend money on her kid when she never spends money on mine. She then started pointing out how I make much more money than her, etc., etc., and it became a whole thing. Was I the asshole here? I don't think he should have come back. Do they live together? Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. 
I think he's a little a bit of the asshole. Big time, actually. She's a kid. I think he doesn't like this kid. He's saying, oh, she doesn't like me. No, I think... I think you don't like... I don't, I don't think he likes her. You take one of the kids shopping, not the other, and then come home with bags of shopping? That's not nice. That's not nice. I think he is a major butthole. I... He didn't even ask her if she wanted to go. He just said, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like this he, kid. He doesn't like her. He doesn't like her. He doesn't like her. He doesn't like her. He doesn't consider her. He doesn't um, see her as an equal to his daughter. He doesn't like her. He didn't ask her if she wanted to go. He didn't even say, hey, we're going to the mall shopping. He said, we're leaving. He didn't, he didn't want, he didn't, he didn't tell her because he didn't want her to go. If he told her where they were going, there was the chance that she was going to want to go and he didn't want her there. So yes, you're an asshole. You're an adult. She's a child. It goes back to what I said earlier, Mm -hmm. right? If you choose to be in a relationship with somebody who has a child, Mm -hmm. you need to understand that if you want are going to blend this family these two worlds together it is going to become one you need to be 1000% okay with that person and their child being your family period point blank i don't care if you feel she doesn't like you teenagers don't like their parents they don't even be liking themselves like Teenagers are angsty, they're annoying, they're rude, they're temperamental, and you are the adult in this situation. You have a response, you move these people into your house, and even still, that sounds like there's a little resentment because he corrected himself. He said, oh, we moved in together. Correction, they moved in with me. Is there resentment there? Nope. I don't want to, I don't want to, that's why, yo, I don't want to live like once i move in somewhere that's my that's our home it's no longer your house it's our home yep so there's resentment there he doesn't think of this kid as being part of his family unit he does not understand that this child you chose to have these people in your life. You chose to be to build a world with this woman. Her child is included in this. You did not want her to go. You were hiding what you were doing from this girl. So that way she would not say that she wanted to go. Period. He's an asshole. That's it. She is a 16-year-old girl. You are being so vicious it sounds like to a 16 year old child you're supposed to be an adult he purposely excluded her period yes 100% he purposefully excluded her someone said y'all have no business trying to blend families when your instinct is I'm not going to buy for your kid because you never buy for mine Mm-hmm. yep 100% Someone else said, answering that comment, BS, they have clear separation of finances. Girlfriend is 
springing up this expectation on OP out of nowhere. I disagree. Nah, they moved in together out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You moved in with me knowing I have a kid. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere? N- nope. Sorry. False. It's not out of nowhere. Me? You started a relationship with me. You moved in with me and my daughter. Mm, sorry. Someone else said, not the asshole. She's your girlfriend's daughter, not your wife's daughter. Big difference. You're not obligated to buy clothes for your girlfriend's daughter. I disagree. I disagree. And you know why I disagree. What if they choose never to get married? I am in a long-term relationship right now and we are not married. And we probably never will get ma- legally married. I want. Can I be your maid of honor? Is that? I just said I'm never gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> that's just. That's a, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I literally just said it's never gonna happen. <laughs> You were like, that was an example of how I twist things and then jump to, and then, and then, okay, so then the next thing would be, well, you don't want me to be your maid of honor. Right. It has nothing to do with you. I'm crazy. Why am I losing? You know, I am probably never getting married. Can I be your maid of honor? Oh my god, my face is so red. It's so hot. Hypothetical wedding that is never going to happen. I'm the maid of honor. Yes, yes. In the hypothetical wedding that is never going to happen. You might make Nina your maid of honor, though. My nini beanie. My babes. That's a better idea. In the in the wedding, and the wedding that's never going to happen. But on top of that, either way, what if these two people decide they never want to get married? Look at Shakira and, and Gerard Pique. They never got married. They had two biological children. He cheated on her. And now the split is super easy. Done. Goodbye. Goodbye. Get out of my life. They don't have to split finances. They don't have to sell houses. They don't have to figure nothing out. My money's my money. Your money's your money. Here's your time with the kids. Here's my time with the kids. I'm, We're. But you know what? I'm rich as fuck and so are you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yep. From nobody. Yeah. So these people do not need to get married. But I will say, if you choose to bring someone else's child into your world, you need to understand that you are taking responsibility for that child too. Boop. Period. You do not need to be you do not need to be their father, their second father. You do not need to act as so, but you do need to show that child love and respect. Period. Period. That's, That's it. it. I don't need you to. I don't need nothing, actually. I don't need anything. I don't really need anything. But that was straight up disrespectful. A lot of people are saying not the asshole, but I'm calling him the asshole. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he's an asshole. He did comment on somebody's um somebody else's comment saying that. They split the finances 50-50 for everything. Utilities, groceries, bills, everything. And he said he does take the girls out to lunch. But if he's buying clothes or electronics, he's only buying for his own kids. 
No. Shouldn't have moved them in. Period. Shouldn't have moved them in. Shouldn't have kept on with the relationship. Shouldn't have continued a life with this woman if you were going to treat her daughter like trash. I think that, okay, so for instance, I, if so, like, in the, if I were moving in with some, with my boyfriend, I think that. The overall vote on this one was everyone sucks. I feel like, I feel like I'm better with that answer than him being not the asshole. Do you know what I mean? I like I, everyone sucks. I agree, but. I think he's the total asshole. I feel like no, I totally agree. If you, if I'm moving in with someone, and we're splitting all expenses, um, part of that the understanding is that part of those ex- that expense is my is the child, that is part of this household, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. we're splitting that. Treat her like a a person that's in your family, because you brought her into your family into your world. He is one hundred percent treating her like the redheaded stepchild. Mhm. You you know my issues, but I will say in the past we like say when we um got tickets to a basketball a football game, game a basketball game or a football game I don't know. Well, we had issues surrounding that. I don't remember the exact issue, but whatever. Initially, he did. I remember. What was the issue? The issue is that you guys were you guys split the ticket for Aaron no 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 he bought all three of the tickets and then you guys were mad at each other and you wanted to buy the tickets from him okay so but the initial intent was Jay we split the bill evenly including so it was a package three tickets and we split the three tickets evenly it wasn't like well he wasn't like I'm only gonna pay for me and you and you have to pay for your son it was no we're gonna split it evenly Mm mm-hmm so I feel like that right there encompasses your life. I work where I work. It's like it's we provide subsidy, and when you um, assist a household, you're not assisting one person and or this person or that person. You're assisting a household, and it's it, the assistance is based on the combined household income. Mm-hmm. See yourselves as a unit. It's not mm-hmm. well. I make more. You make more money than me, and I make less, so you have to pick up more. No, this is. Let's say you make fifty thousand, and I make fifty thousand, or you make fifty, and I make forty. Combined, we have ninety. Mm-hmm. My money, mine, and yours. It's this is what we have. Yeah. And, yep. And he brought these people into his life, knowing the situation. And you're just not going to shit on my daughter that way. I'm sorry. I feel like that in it, that situation is grounds for us splitting. Yeah, I would, I, I would go nuclear. Do you not feel like you need to reevaluate everything if somebody treated your daughter that way? A hundred percent. I would go absolutely freaking nuclear. Like, I would lose my mind. I would, I would 100% die in the hill of you don't see her as part of our family you did not want her there some would argue oh he just wanted to spend alone time with his daughter fine then be upfront and honest with her hey i'm gonna take kaylee shopping i just want to have some alone time with her maybe another day you and i can do so too 
And then also it wasn't like, oh, we're going to go by and we're going to come back with a pair of sneakers. Nah, they went ham. <laughs> they really did. I don't have a problem with whatever they bought, like how many bags they came back with. I have a problem with the fact that he, it feels no, like he okay, purposefully that, excluded that this girl. Insult, but what I'm getting at is that adds insult to injury. Yeah, yes. Yes, it does. You're right. You 100%. purposely excluded her and then you come back with all this shit. Yep. Insult to injury. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. Yep. Alrighty, let's move on from this. The overall vote is everyone sucks, but I'm saying booty hole. Uh, gaping asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. 100%. You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> All right, so the next one. The next one is, am I the asshole for forcing my boyfriend's kids to sleep on the couch? My apartment is extremely small. It is technically a two-bedroom, but it is only a little over 700 square feet. I am not financially able to move to a bigger place, but there is a lot of outdoor space. The neighborhood is nice and safe, and it's in the second best school district in the state and is close to my job. I feel the lack of space sometimes, but it is okay for two, especially with my daughter being a toddler. My boyfriend of four years and I had talked about moving in together but not in this apartment. And he couldn't afford anything better for all of us with his kid either. After his March furlough, he lost his apartment and I ended up letting him crash with me while his son stayed with his mother because hormones. It sounded harsh, but I do not have space for more than two people in this apartment. I don't even want my boyfriend here because the space here is so limited, but I felt bad. Now his son's mother is also out on the streets, so his son needed to be here as well. This is exactly what I didn't want to happen. I don't have room for the three people here now, let alone a fourth. There is no space in either bedroom for him. For my job, I am required to have my office space in an area that isn't a communal space for my work, which I have to do right now. My bedroom is a 10 by 12, so a double bed and my workstation takes up the entire bedroom. My second bedroom is eight by nine. There's no closet in my daughter's room, so I use the linen closet in the hallway as her closet for storage. Her bed, dresser with the changing table on top, and toy bin, and a small plastic dresser maxes out the room. There isn't room for a toddler bed and any other bed. The only space available for this kid to sleep is on the couch. I use a day bed as a couch, so it has, so it is plenty comfortable. But unfortunately, with this little space, you have to make do. I can't stand having this many people in my house. My boyfriend is now complaining that I treat his son like one big problem and that I don't want him here. I don't e want either one of them here. The house is so tense all of the time. His parents are starting to hear about this because he's making it about me hating his son. That's not true. There's just not enough space for this many people. All the helpful advice they're giving doesn't work. I cannot put my work stuff out of my bedroom because I would get fired. I cannot have my daughter not have a room. She is over two years old. So her not having a room would give her father's family the argument that they've been scouring for years to get custody. He finally tried putting an air mattress that doesn't fit in my room, which knocked over a monitor from the office that almost broke. 
We fought for hours. I demanded he return it because he shouldn't be buying things when he has no money and is only not homeless because I felt bad for him. I have a perfectly good, I have perfectly good furniture and my house is too small for unnecessarily, unnecessary crap. He drove away, but came back that night, sans mattress. And we haven't spoken since. Am I the asshole? No, no, (laughs) he's being a choosy beggar. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. My guy, you're homeless and there's no room. I'm giving you. The, the day bed in the in the living room that's what i have to give i cannot give you what i don't have to give to take anything away from my daughter to give it to you no he wants her to give up to take the daughter the baby and put like i don't know i think he wants the baby's room and that's just not happening for me personally i i'm sorry i'm i want to hear your input You're only in this relationship because you literally have nowhere else to go and you need a place to live. Um, he's not, he's doing nothing for her. He's giving her nothing but penis. Not only is he doing nothing from her, for her, taking, trying to milk her over your head that providing is not enough. Like, he is, mm, mm, girl, he's being a beggy chooser, for sure. A choosy beggar. Beggy chooser? Choosy beggar. If I genuinely, if I genuinely felt like somebody hated my son, and this is what I'm telling my parents, and this is what I'm saying to my partner, and that I'm, I feel that somebody, this person is making my kid out to be a problem or a bill or an inconvenience, we are not going to be together anymore. Um, yeah. If he feels like she is not being a good step parent, then they shouldn't be together anymore. And the reason why he won't break up with her is because he literally has nowhere to live. He's calling his parents to complain. Call your parents to ask if you can live with them. We don't fit here. Right. Neither but one of them. Okay. Yes. He's mad at her for not giving him something that she doesn't have to give. What is she supposed to do? Her to take the baby out of her room and give him that room. That's what he wants. And I'm sorry, no. No. Well, she says it as well. It sounds like she had a nasty breakup from her ex and that his family is trying to get custody. She said um, that for years they've been trying to get custody. She's doing everything she possibly can to maintain an un- interrupted life for her daughter and listen they've been together for four years and that is no drop in the bucket like that is a significant amount of time and she is absolutely trying to help them out you know what i mean she Uh, has and and it and it could at her own expense at her own expense and i truly and honestly believe that if she did have this space this little boy would have his own room she would be very happy to have them live there she would make his life equal to her daughter's life there's just no space this is a a case of limitations 
I have 700 square feet to cram two bedrooms in is not a lot of space for anybody. It's not a lot of living space. It's not a lot of sleeping space. It's probably barely have a kitchen. Like the size of the kitchen is probably very, very tiny. She's making do with the absolute best that she has. And unfortunately, neither one of them are in a financial situation where they can get something bigger and have their lives, you know, um, come together in a way that makes sense for every single person there for all four of them. She made it very clear that this is, you know, she's letting them stay with her, not live with her, not come in. And now we're building this she's life together. Crash. Mm-hmm. It's been four are... years. And if that's where she is, then they shouldn't be together. If, if, if where they are right now is listen, you, this is temporary, but you have to well, go after four years. She's, they've got to go. I, not only do they have to go, the, that relation. Um, I also, why is he not able to sustain himself? It's hard. He, he probably doesn't have, he probably has skills that during the pandemic, I guess, were laid off. Because it says here um, that he was furloughed in March and this was two years ago. So, you know, probably at the height of the pandemic, his his job let people go. They weren't making as much money they weren't able to work remotely and like i get it it's hard it is difficult this economy the the way that things are set up right now it is it is we we the working class is under direct attack you know i i totally 100% get it and i think he needs to call his parents he needs to ask them if they have some space for him to stay for him and his son to stay he needs to apply for some jobs and he needs to get on his feet for him and his son. And this relationship needs to end for the both of them. She's going to end up resenting him. She's going to kick him out anyway. Unfortunately, you know, if this, if tensions begin to rise, her house is an unhappy place for all of them. She's trying to maintain a lifestyle for her daughter. She understands that it's hard for him and his son, which is why they're there. He has a bed, a literal bed in the living room to sleep in. She's giving him what she has to give. And yeah. honestly, she don't even have that. She she can't just create more she space. More. Mm-hmm. One person says, not the asshole at all. If boyfriend is so convinced you hate his son, you he should take his son and leave. He and his son are both big problems. Him trying to insist that the lack of space means you feel a certain way is a problem. He is essentially homeless. His kid's mother is homeless. You are trying to help and being completely taken for granted. Do not potentially lose custody of your own child to make your boyfriend feel better about how you feel about his kid. Do not potentially lose your job to make your boyfriend feel better. His kid has a safe place to put his head at night and boyfriend should be telling you that you are a rock star not giving you stuff. I agree. She cannot put her life in jeopardy. She cannot lose her job because then all four of them are homeless. She cannot lose her child. That is her child. Her child. She needs the space. Above everything else. She needs her space to work. She needs the bedroom for her baby so she doesn't get her baby taken mm-hmm. what like someone else said your boyfriend is an ungrateful guy but in a desperate situation you mentioned our parents why aren't they putting him up 
Why has this landed on you? Exactly. So if you're going to your parents to complain and they're getting involved and chiming in, then, then, then help solve the problem. Yep. Someone else said, you aren't forcing your boyfriend's son to sleep on the couch. You're opening up your home to a homeless man and his son, despite the strain it causes on your work and your custody agreements. I can't only, I can only imagine what their presence and the crammed spaces are doing to your mental health. And he has the audacity to give you stuff. Oh, hell no. In my honest opinion, your boyfriend has lost sight of the fact that he only has somewhere to sleep because of you. To be clear, I don't think that he needs to be kissing your butt 24-7, but he does need to dedicate some time to kissing your butt every day. Instead of complaining that you act like his son is a problem, he needs to figure out why. He needs to figure out ways to make it not a problem that he and his son are living there. Let me tell you something. This this comment is spot on. If I were in an unfortunate situation, right? And I'm not even going to put... um. A potential partner into this right just let's just say you and I if I were in an unfortunate situation and Athena and I had to we were found ourselves homeless and you opened your home to me and you said you know what you guys can stay with us until you get back on your feet I would be looking for a job every single day I would clean your house and cook you food <laughs> I would be literally you'd walk into your house and I'd be on the floor with a toothbrush scrubbing between your grout I would make sure that when you woke up in the morning, I had two bags, one for you and one for Aaron of food to send you guys out the door with. I'd iron your goddamn clothes. I would try to be as minimal, as small in your home as possible while giving you as much value for me staying there as I possibly could. I, I, um, I don't, intents and purposes, I was not homeless. But I, I had nowhere to go. And my mother opened up her home to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived with her for exactly one year and one month. During that year, the pandemic hit. I broke my foot. I was going through a divorce. I was, I was going through a nasty divorce. Um, but I, during those months of the pandemic, we didn't know what was going on. So we were like, okay, well, let let me keep my mother home because I didn't want my mother to get COVID. So, um, I was leaving the apartment. I was buying all the groceries. Not only that, but I got a second job during that time. Even on my broken, with my broken foot, I had two jobs. I was paying for all of the groceries. My mother didn't pay for any groceries. She did. She gave me a place to live. She took care of my son for me. I, with the homeschooling situation for both my nephew, who she has custody of, and my own son. Um, but she would, she just did so much for me that the least that I could do is pay for the groceries and help with cleaning and you know and also my entire life's purpose to get the money together to get out of her house as fast as humanly possible i didn't have time to point at what she was doing wrong 
So if he has time, then he is not doing enough to help his own situation because I didn't have the time of a day. Would get home at 3 a.m. from my restaurant job during a pandemic with a broken foot and get my ass up at 7 a.m. to go to my day job. I didn't have time to notice he if 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 you have a second to spare in your day to say that she treating your son any type of you're you're not doing enough to help yourself sorry that's the point that's, that's you know, I, I, I feel like I agree because what he could be doing is going out looking for jobs, one or two, right? Um, Crystal. And then t- telling her, hey, let's pool these finances together so we can get ourselves a nice three-bedroom apartment. Maybe even not even nice, a functional three-bedroom bed- three apartment where your daughter can have a bedroom, my son can have a bedroom, we can share ha- a bedroom you can have a workspace. We can have a living room in, space me and his that everyone can be. Me and his situation, I would be at every social services office. I would be working first goddamn job. I could, if it's McDonald's, I don't care. A restaurant, washing dishes, something something i would be at that job i would be i just wouldn't have the time of day to even notice that she in the event that she was doing something also this child has a mother too so well what, she's homeless too she's got to be doing something you got to be doing something to help your situation so I, I scrolled down and I saw one of OP's comments um, as to why he won't go live with his parents. It's because they live in a seniors only community and he's obviously not a senior. But someone else commented for them to check the bylaws because in many times in these senior only in these senior only communities, only one person living in the home needs to be. Um, 55 or older uh for us well i actually work in senior housing so only only the head of household has to be 62 or older well some places it's 55 some places it's 62 whatever the age only one the head of household is required to be the age yeah but and also if i'm correct you can have guests yeah you can have guests like two weeks though the issue the issue here isn't that this guy, um, it's that he's doing nothing for himself. It's not his, because he's making it out to be like, oh, she hates his son. She doesn't want him there either. She doesn't want either one of them there. The space is too small. She needs to break up Period, with him. Period, point blank. She needs to break up yeah, with him. I agree. I 100% agree. All right, so we'll read one more, and this one's from True Off My Chest, and then we'll call it a day. We'll call it an episode, yeah? Okay. I feel guilty that my kids call me mom when their mom is dead. My husband's late wife passed away when their son was three years old and their daughter was two months old. I met him and the kids about a year and a half later. We've been together for four years, and I've taken on the mother's role in their lives, but I was introduced to them by my nickname. Stepdaughter used to sometimes call me mom 
sometimes call me by my nickname, and stepson only called me by my nickname. Four months ago, I gave birth, and ever since I was pregnant, they both started referring to me as mom. I do love them just as much as my biological kid. They've become the most important people in my life, and I think of them as my kids. I get a really warm feeling whenever they call me mom, and I feel like a part of me has yearned for this for years. We don't correct them because I don't want them to feel like we are treating them differently than my baby. Or like I don't love to be their mom or that they're doing something wrong. But I also feel a huge amount of guilt that I'm trying to replace their mother. They know who she is. They are pic- there are pictures of her in the house. Dad tells them stories all the time about when she was alive. We celebrate her birthday. We visit her grave. We bring her flowers for Mother Day, Mother's Day. They know their mother was the amazing woman who made them, gave birth to them, and loved them with all of their heart. And it seems unfair that they're calling someone else their mom. I feel like I'm disrespecting her memory by calling them my kids and that that special place in their hearts should be reserved for her. I love my life and my family, but I know I'm only able to have it because she's dead and I feel like I stole it from her. I'm really torn by this whole situation. On one hand, I'm so happy that the kids feel that way. Everyone needs a mom, and I'm happy that they have me. But my heart aches for their mom so bad. What a kind woman. I feel like she's mourning her. Um, even though she never met her, it sounds like. It's not her fault that she's dead. It's not. I don't know. So my mom died when I was a baby, Mm -hmm. 20 days old to be exact, and I grew up without a biological mother, right? I grew up with my grandmother, and then of course my dad had a long-term girlfriend, and I never referred to her as mom because she was awful, but I always wanted a mom, and I do feel that if my father was with somebody who was more respectable and just an all-around better human being, I would have been more than happy to accept her as my mom, right? As if you're raising me and you're showing me respect and love and we're making memories together and you are, you, there's no delineation between me, the love you show for me and the love you show for your biological children, you are my mom. And that's how I feel about these kids. These children made the decision to call her mom on their own. They took the time that they needed. Children are smart. They took the time that they needed. They called her by her nickname for all the time that they felt appropriate. And then they decided, this is my mom. This family is showing this woman who has passed on the utmost respect. They remember her. They memorialize her. They keep her her memory alive for their children. They share pictures. They share stories. They are doing everything right. She is their mom. This woman is also their mom. There is no... I, I have a very strong feeling that when you're in a loving, respectable family where everybody really shows empathy for one another and and considers one another step does not exist Mm -hmm. you're a family you're their mom 
They did it. Nobody forced it on them. They did it themselves. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. she's a kind stepmom. Oh, she's she's what I wish I had when I was growing up. Aww. someone who loved me as her own unconditionally, who made me feel like I was part of the family as opposed to somebody who was just there and an inconvenience, right? She's the reason these children feel like they want to call her mom is because she's made them feel like she loves them as her own. Mm -hmm. So some of the comments say, let the kiddos take the lead on this one. If they like calling you mom, I totally (laughs) would let them. Yeah. Your kid's birth mom would be so happy knowing that her children are loved and cared for. I'm sure she wouldn't have begrudged the woman raising her children with the title mom. You're not replacing their mom because you talk about her, you celebrate her, you have pictures of her, etc. I think it's a wonderful thing that their bio mom, said for ease, is a present figure in their life. Yet they also get to experience the love of you. It's great that they feel comfortable calling you their mom. Mm-hmm. This man hit the freaking jackpot with this woman. Mm-hmm. These kids hit the cosmic lottery with this woman. And they really did. Mm-hmm. There's so yep. much evil in the world. Yes. And they did great. Yep. I feel like this is a really good note to end on. Yay. That is a wrap for harassing you relationships with kids how'd you feel about this episode i feel like the last one was better but the one that we We just had lost yeah we did lose it but it was better we did record an entire episode like a full hour hour and a half and we lost 75 percent of that episode which is why there was no upload last week Mm -hmm. so hopefully Hopefully we have all of this episode or at least like 90% of it that's usable, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was fun. Of course. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. Yay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>